You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. The prodigal son has been signed. Will Carter Hart and his new contract help the Flyers return to the promised land, or will he become the latest headstone among the goalie graveyard that is Philadelphia? Hey everybody, I'm your host with the most, Joe Gazarian, and coming to you live from my apartment, it's the Three Pigeons Podcast. We made it, fellas. First ever live podcast. It's going to be weird looking into your guys' eyes like right here. We're, we're very closely huddled around one microphone, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all for the best. Good to have the fellas uh, out here in gorgeous Chester County. Yeah, uh, I'm Matt Arenic, and like Joe said, it's finally nice to have a real podcast where we can all do it in one room, but don't worry, we are still six, what, inches? Six inches. Six inches. It's not for... We're all vaxxed. We're all vaxxed. It's not for reading the script or anything. We just want to be this close to each other. Correct, yeah. It's been a bit. Uh, I'm Mike Zawissa, and I don't know if it's that one Kona Hawaiian seltzer I've had. There you go. Uh, But, boys, I'm excited for the season, and I'm excited to be here, too. I'm I'm happy you're here. Hey, no free ads, all right? I love Kona, but no free ads. Uh, (laughs) Drink up, or we're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to talk about some flyers. We're going to... Do a quick trip around the Metro as well. Um, We mentioned the big signing we're going to discuss. But before all that, quick word from our sponsor. You guys have heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night, and it's simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. My goodness, that's still a mouthful. Wallace Reed live. No, yeah, live. Yeah, 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 for for the uh, for the gentle listener out there, that is the uh, that is a live read, one take. So <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but in case you folks missed it, uh, Catahat and the Flyers agreed to a new three-year contract worth just under four million dollars. Um, I saw that it ended with a seven-nine, which is important. It apparently is a nod to his jersey number, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I believe all that, but it's kind of cool if it is. Um, a little higher than I thought, but at the same time, I mean, they got an extra year. Um, you know, I guess you're going to have to pay that extra million to get it uh, at the end of the day. We saw another contract come out right after that was even higher. So it is what it is. I wish it was a little lower, but hey, Carter Hart for the next three years, I, uh, I expect big things, um, especially for a big bounce back this year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you, if you told me it was going to be just under four, I would have been like, that's an overpay. But with three years, and that puts you right in that three-year window that you're assuming we're going to be competing for the cup, or at least that's the front office thought process mm-hmm. of G and Coots get re-signed next year. You have a big rebound year this year. You're really competitive. Hopefully make it close to, if not to, the Eastern Conference Finals after a strong performance with Carter. Then it's definitely worth it. Um, but again... We have everyone except for Sandheim signed. So once we get him under contract and once everyone's fitting under the cap, I don't really think anyone's going to mind the 3.979 figure. So Yeah, I think I think the three of us had it pegged between like 3 and 3.5, maybe 3.75. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, oh, 3.5, lock yeah. it in. Yeah, once I sold Nadelkovich, get that contract. Um, was he 3.5? I think yeah. he's 3.5 on the dot, yeah. Um, I thought that that would be a good comparable, and I guess it was. Um, and Hart probably has more uh, of a of a track record, more of a sample size than Nadalkovic. I mean, Hart's yeah, been, he had it's like a season and a half. We've yeah, had, well, right? he had that great playoffs. Yeah, him. he had a season and a half of really strong play, and then a uh, playoff where they were one game away from the Eastern Conference Final, where he was outside of like one game against Montreal, and then Their maybe a goal player. here or there. He was he was flawless. So. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, under four mil for three years, you could be worse. Yeah, like you said, Joe, like you you gave the extra year or you gave the extra million for one extra year, which means that you you basically just push off because you if if he plays well, this is a bargain deal. deal. He's getting yeah. paid. Yeah. yeah, so you push off that extra year, and Matt, like you said, you get to you get a window of three years where the team is probably not a true cup. Like I wouldn't put them in the top five, five not yet. teams that would that are likely or have a good chance to win the cup, but they're probably eight through ten, and then that range, top or, or sure. even seven through ten, however you want to put it. But that three years gives them three years of like, did anybody think Montreal was going to make the cup this year? Like that was an unexpected win. Uh, <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> uh, someone right, one on person, the squad one had person that. had Montreal making the cup, but that's three years where you get to compete with. A roster not allocating money to Carter Hart like any more of it. So yeah, you're yeah. you're keeping goalies at just under six million for the next three years at least. Yeah, which because yeah, Jones was only signed this year, so two million. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine if if Carter Hart plays well that we pay another backup goalie more than two million or a million and a half moving forward. So it's I think it's a good deal. It keeps you, like I said, goalies under $6 million, which allows you to allocate to defense mm-hmm. and forwards in the years moving forward. And also takes is a really strong year for, let's say, Frost, right? It takes the reins, and he has a really good year. And yeah. who knows? I mean, we all know that's the biggest kind of gap or hole in this roster. And, hey, if he has a good offseason, he comes in and lights it up, then... Yeah, I mean, even as, different as putrid as the Flyers were last year, like... They were still average goaltending away from stealing a playoff oh, spot. Like they were, they yeah. finished how many points out of the Metro? And in a year when the divisions weren't stacked to favor Canadian teams, like getting an easy route through, but like the Flyers were not all that far from a playoff spot. Especially if you can take into the fact that, like, and like this is my old thing, like good teams would have found ways to win some of these games, but like they did at the beginning they, of the year. They did, yeah, yeah. And they, they still, like, there was like games against Boston they threw away. There was oh games against. Oh my god! Against, like, Don't get me games... started. When you were talking about above average goaltending, what immediately popped in my head was that Brian Elliott save oh, that should oh have been god. a save against yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah. That's when the, that the season, season completely slipped yeah, away. I was like, oh, season. and it was like you're just like, how? how? How does this happen again? Yeah, and that speaks to the the talent on the team as to why we were able to be close, being that bad. Like, yeah, having watched every game and knowing like how putrid it was to watch them, yet were close enough to somehow sneak in the playoffs. Like, bad teams, like actual bad teams, can't do that. They would have buried themselves a long time ago. Yeah. yeah and, like, like they, the, the whole, how long, how many weeks into the season were they winning games and in a high playoff spot in the division? But we were like, they got to play better, but they're in it at least. Like, the, the talent, like, in the beginning, it was heart bailing them out in the first few games. And then it was just the talent on the whole team was... The offense was scoring goals. Games, yeah, yeah, they were scoring goals. So, I all they need is average goaltending from Hart for three years, and then he can cash in. Like, I think this is a, a good opportunity for him as a player, and a good opportunity for the team too. So. Yeah, it, it it goes both ways, right? It's it's not a gigantic commitment. It's three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard I think it was Friedman, Ellie Friedman was talking before the season. The Flyers and him were talking. Pretty long term. Yeah. And then obviously this season happened, made everybody pump the brakes, which understandably so. Yeah. I still think Card Hart's going to be the goalie for the Flyers, but hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a, a three year contract, that's fine. The Flyers, you know, they'll know by at the end of this year if they're going to be walking away from it or not, or if they're going to be resigning. They should know at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, it should be a big enough sample size now that, you know, defense has been improved, the forward core has improved. Should have a pretty good idea if you're going to want to be with him long term. Um, I did listen to Chuck Fletcher. He was on um, the Daily Faceoff podcast with Frank Saravalli. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it was recorded before they signed um, Carter Hart, but he was talking about how um, this year they're going to be looking at, at like a true tandem for for Hart and Martin Jones because he doesn't yeah. think that he said that he doubts any goal. Like he'd be surprised if any goalie plays like fifty games this year. Not or after games. two years of, of no eighty two game season. Yeah, yeah, so. This is a big year for him. Um, you know, he he's, he's had a nice long off season to to get his mind right. I did, I think it was Jason Martinez had him on his podcast. Mm-hmm. They talked for thirty minutes. It's kind of come out later this week about you know Carter said he's been working on certain things with his goalie coaches in the off season to to get a lot better at mm-hmm. and, and just kind of sharpen his game. Um, and we all remember that story that came out 
I guess it was kind of like the tail end of the season. Um, our boy Sammy Bull was like, hey, by the way, he parted ways with oh, us yeah, like, a yeah, long yeah. time, yeah. you know, um, sports psychologist. So we'll see. I I, I just really wanted Brain Holtby here instead of Martin Jones just because. Would have been a nice story. They ha- and yeah, they've got that they connection. Yeah. yeah. yeah but they- did you hear, though, that it's kind of interesting. I saw, I forget, I think it was either Jason Martius said it or someone else uh, maybe more. I forgot, maybe more nationally inclined, but I thought it was Matias. They basically said that, like, part of Holpe's, like, displeasure in Vancouver was, like, the fact that he felt like... He's a Mondesi Demko? Yeah, like, basically, like, this kid has two games of NHL experience. Like, why am I not getting a mm. fair shot over this guy? When the Canucks are a bad team already, like... Yeah. Look, like, Holpe had been trending down for a few years, so... You can look at that argument as just a veteran player not ready to come to terms with the fact that they're... But, like, Carter Hart doesn't need anybody yeah. pushing him for start... Like, in that way. Yeah. You need to push him to be better, but not, like, going to coaches and being like, hey, I, no. I should play more. So, if that's true... Because for Martin, it, it, if he's able to have a good season, then he can potentially find himself back exactly. into... Yeah, he can parlay, parlay it into a start another yeah, new career. Which is yeah. which is big for him because he has to play well, which yeah. will be good to help push him. Yeah. But at the same time, if he's not playing like yeah, as he, well, then he'll might, he might be coming to terms with... His like, focus should be nowhere near Carter Hart and their... T- his focus should be like... Well, just I playing mean, well yeah, just in the games that he's in. In the situations, he, like Brian Elliott, like just going into every situation. He's on the Tampa Bay Lightning, by the way. I didn't know that. Yes. He's signed with Tampa Bay. He's going to get a years, 900. goddamn cup. Two years? Two years. Wow. I think it was two years. years. Oh, my goodness. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm good for him. I'll look it up. I mean, happy it's a good for contract me. for Tampa to sign because Els is not. Well, Els Els he year, he plays not. a lot of games, too. You don't have to worry about him getting hurt. And Els is not a bad goalie. He no, just can't play a lot of he games. He just can't play six games back to back. He can't play two games back to back. In all honesty, like we, what was the drop off this year? Was it absurd. was tough. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think still it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good gamble in terms of the Flyers for getting um, for getting Carter for that number for that term, and they can walk away. I mean, the Flyers have some mm-hmm. pretty intriguing goalie prospects. Yeah. You no, know, God forbid if if it doesn't work out with Carter, there are other other ones that yeah. are. There's that. Uh, Sam Belarusian. Oh, the, yeah, Belarusian. Yeah, Ustamenko's. Ustamenko. Well. Um, he had that hip surgery. They still right, have Fedotov's rights. Fedotov. Like, yeah. There's there's a couple other names. And they just drafted somebody, too, didn't they? Yeah, the kid they drafted is not bad at all. So uh, Probably projects to be like a backup. Backup. Hey, man. There is yeah. one thing I want to say about Hart. And, like, Joe, you actually mentioned it. The fact that he has been open about, like, hey, there are things on my game I've been working on. And, yeah. like, I've seen a lot of takes from people where they're, like, why is this dude still working on his game? Like he's why? young like, goalie. Yeah, one he's young. Two goalies like every goalie has a style that they play. Obviously, because yeah. you have to get taught by somebody. But like your game should never be the same when you enter the league as when you step away from it. Too like being a goalie, being any player, but goalie specifically is about finding what mix, what style, what tendencies like work for you yeah. and everything and, and part of that is adapting with the league too like goaltending has just changed as the sports changed and last year not being able to practice daily or night to night is not conducive to a, to a young goalie so and, and he was open too about the the mental kind of struggle that you know last year was and yeah. it was tough on him and hey he's i think a lot of people forget he's a young kid from canada he's you know this is a big city. He's already a goalie. Everybody knows goalies are, are weird animals to begin with. Yeah. You throw one into that where he's kind of isolated. He said, he's like, I didn't rely on my teammates enough. I should have reached out more. But at the same time, you know, from the league, everybody's saying, hey, keep your distance. So That's a huge thing for a young player to admit yeah. to. I hadn't heard that. That's yeah. like, I don't know, you don't hear that level of candidness no, that much. No, it's refreshing. Yeah. Um it's good to hear, and you know, I think that's something we can all identify with. The last year's been really strange for, for every single one of us. Nobody's had a normal year, so we'll see. This is a big opportunity for him, big opportunity for Martin Jones and this goaltending tandem to, to see what they can do. Um, and, hey, you know what? If he turns out to be the Flyers' number one goalie of the future, I have no problem paying him. We got him at a bargain for the yeah. next three years, so yeah. we will see. Um, any last thoughts on Carter Hart before we kind of transition to – like I said at the top of the show, we're going to kind of pop around the league real quick and take a look at what our other, uh, our competition's been doing. And remember, we're back in the Metro now. No more, uh, God, what were we, Mass Mutual? Mass Mutual. Mass Mutual, yeah. 
no, I don't have anything else. I'm excited for him to have a bounce back year, so you can stop hearing people say that he's terrible. It's it's just so Carter Hart's Carson Wentz. Don't forget. Oh jeez, <laughs> Mike, anything for you, buddy? No, no, just same stuff. I mean, he. It's hard not to just like root for Carter Hart to yeah. to no. play better and everything. Like he's I, a good kid. It's a good kid. All the, all the players love him too. All the talent in the world, like players league wide. Understand how good of a, a goalie prospect he is. Keith Yandel. Like, last thing I'll say, Keith Yandel. Yeah. They asked him. They said, "Who are you most excited to share the ice with?" And he said, "Carter Hart." He says he's you know one of the best young goaltenders in the league. He's excited to play with yeah. him. So um, we will see. We will see, gentlemen. Moving forward, talking about the rest of the division, um, we didn't do like a super crazy in depth analysis of the other teams. We just you know kind of kind of stuff that was off the top of our head and, and a little bit of research. But we'll start with the Caps. Um, they had a pretty interesting um, expansion draft. They lost Vitek Vanacek to Seattle and then ended up trading back for him. So they got him back. He was a very, very short stint in Seattle. Um, and then they ended up trading uh, Brendan Dillon to Winnipeg for two second-round picks. It's a good, good return. It's a good return. Yeah. Makes you think that Seattle kind of butchered that because they probably could have done the same thing. Um, but, hey, uh, they, uh, they got Vanacek back. JT was was dunking on us so hard this past week. He was dunking on us, yeah, because we all said that he was he was. We were like, ah, I don't know, Ron Francis is probably good. Yeah. He was the he was the one on the podcast that was like, I'm telling you guys. Well, yeah, well, because in my head he drafted all those Carolina defensemen, but maybe he didn't. Um, but anyway, they got Vanacek back, um, who played better than Sam Sonoff did yeah. last year. Sonoff was in the AHL for a good stretch, yeah. and he kept breaking the COVID. Thing. Like yeah. he wasn't a good teammate last year. He and um, he and the other Russians, or yeah, not so much Ovechkin, but you kept hearing him and, and Kuznetsov's name popping up over and over again for various the COVID protocol stuff. Yeah. I don't mean to keep cutting you off, Joe, no, but okay. like Ovechkin, you saw that too, Matt. I right? can reach across and slap you now. Go ahead, Matt'll protect me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, Ovi yelling at him. Like, oh, did he? Screaming at him after I didn't they know left. That. After they, yeah, after I he knew got that from the bench. Yeah, yeah, when the defenseman didn't. Retrieve the puck from behind the net, and then Samsonov didn't get back in the net quick enough, or whatever, and then oh, they shit. lost. Yeah, Ovechkin was like screaming at him, like that. in Russian. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think my he said, God. "Don't, don't fall asleep, bitch." I think is what he, what he yelled at him in Russian. Nice. But anyway, sorry. That's okay. So yeah, they uh, interesting off season. Um, I, I don't think they really got better. Um, there's also all those whispers that they're still trying to move Kuznetsov. So I, mean, I don't know. He's a he's a good center, but I don't know where he goes. I mean. He hasn't been the same since signing that contract, mm-hmm. and then obviously there's there's some type of he was so good during that cup run. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. he was a beast. I mean, but that that's the problem. Like he hasn't looked like that since, and obviously there's some I guess trust issues now, probably amongst teammates and definitely the coaching staff. Um, yeah, yeah Kevin do, Malone's not the coach anymore. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, they lost Dylan, who actually was very good for them for the for last year in that yeah. part of the cup run. So they literally they lose him. I don't want to say to replace him with the Irwin signing because he's probably going to be a seventh defenseman, but that now means that Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Kempney, who can't stay healthy, and who was the other guy they took from Detroit a couple years back? Oh, uh, I, I can't remember. Who scored, like, every time he played us, he had, like, his the best game he's ever played, like, toe drag, <laughs> I can't, right I can't remember. Doesn't really ever matter. I'm looking him up, but... Either way, their defense definitely got. I don't want. I think it got worse. It got yeah. worse, yeah. and then they're a year older. Yeah. Right. So they took a step back, in my opinion. But they already started to fall off last year too. They like also signed Ovechkin to nine and a half, nine and a half million dollars yeah. for eight years. No, I think was it was no, 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 three, three, four oh. years. Four. All right, that's not that bad. He's still going to no. be. He's worth that. I mean, yeah, he, he, just on the power play alone, yeah. he just pumps goals in the net. So, and he's their captain. So, I mean, you knew they were going to sign him. That that got him a cup. We're gonna we're gonna joke later about the Islanders, but I had to think that contract was in the drawer probably like eight months ago. The Cavs for the last few years have been the team that are like, they're. Oh, there's nope. my phone. There's uh, no cat in here, but this time there's uh, no cat. Yeah, yeah. Meow. <laughs> they're one of those teams that have been like trending down slightly every single year, but they have a good enough, like they have a really good regular season, so people forget. And then they make it to the playoffs and just get housed. I feel yeah. like that's the way it's been with the Caps. Well, I remember not this last year, the year prior, I I told you guys when they played the Islanders, oh, I was yeah. like, they're going to get pumped. Yeah, they did. And they got absolutely crushed by the Islanders. So we'll see. Um, 
We also uh, they they have some uh, some Tom Wilson competition back in the division now. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. um, shortly. Keeping it down south for a little bit though. Uh, moving on to the Canes, um, they signed often injured Freddie Anderson. Uh, brought in much maligned Tony D'Angelo. Um, lost Dougie um, and Mrazek. Mrazek, listen, he was good for him. Um, he just you know. He's kind of a weird goalie, but he's not going to get it done for yeah. you. No, um, he's not. He's a good, probably backup. Still, I think he's a pretty good backup. One B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think um, he's one of those guys you throw out there and you catch lightning in a bottle with him for like a week, and he plays like five straight games, yeah. and then you don't see him again for a couple weeks. Exactly. Yeah, the playoffs definitely let you know that he's not going to be the guy. Yes. Right? They also, yeah. I still, I don't think the three of us understand them trading away uh, Alex Nedeljkovic. Seems strange. He he played well for him. He's homegrown. He didn't sign a giant ticket or anything no. in Detroit. It was a no. pretty good contract, you know, a little less than Carter Hart. Um, not not the same sample size, but he looked good. He looked pretty good in the playoffs too. Like I, I know some games they, they pulled him, they they switched him out, but overall I thought so. He was still a good goalie. And Freddie Anderson, listen, he's a better goalie right now, hands down. But he's also injured like eighty yeah. percent of the time. So he ended his time with the Leafs with a sub nine hundred save percentage. Oof. I, I did not realize Wait, that. For all the seasons? Yeah. Over his, all seasons with the Leafs, Anderson ended the, his career with a wow, sub-900. And like a three-plus goals against, I'm pretty sure, too. I would have not guessed that. No, I, was, I, I was thought still, you were going to hit me with like a crazy Kadri stat where he spent more time on the IR <laughs> than playing. Suspended yeah. for then uh, playing playoff games. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to hit me with one of those, but... I mean, Carolina, to me, they actively got worse. They lost Jake Bean, too, right? Didn't yeah, they? yeah. They, they lost traded him. him for a second. Their young players should keep getting better, though, which yeah. is going to save them. The, their defense core is... It's, they still have, yeah, still have a great defense. Still have Slavin, <laughs> still have uh, Pesci. Pesci. I mean, their thinking was to replace the offense they lost with Dougie with Tony D on the third pair. I mean, as long as it doesn't blow up in their face, then... Yeah, it's a one-year deal. Low risk for them, but, I mean... We'll see. Everybody That's knows... Right. Locker room wise, uh, hey, look, Freddie Anderson. If there's one thing we know, Freddie Anderson is uh, he's never let any soft goals in uh, in his time in Toronto, right? I can't imagine he and Tony <laughs> was he going part of that. Them. Was he part of that Toronto team that when Boston no came no, back? No, Who's goalie no. then? That was that Reimer. was Bernier, wasn't it? I thought it was Ryan. Yeah, oh yeah. Christ! Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, yeah that was, was tough. tough. But yeah, Freddie Anderson. Uh, he's, he's part good. of the team that actually no Jack Campbell, I guess, was the. The goalie for yeah, this year's team. He was a worst three-one lead. But. Yeah, because and who was on the who was on the <laughs> IR? Fucking hurt start, hurt. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. He's a better goalie. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I think they got slightly worse. I think they lose, got yeah, they lose worse. arguably the best defenseman yeah. in the NHL currently. Yeah. You can't really get better. The worst candidate for sure for the past couple of years. Yeah, he's good, man. Doug's good. They're gonna miss him. Um, and at the end of the day. I'd rather just take a consistent, mediocre goalie who I know I'm going to have than a better goalie that's wildly inconsistent in how I'm going to have him. So yeah, I'd, you, I'd rather be able to be one strong message than you got to suit somebody up every night. Yeah, so somebody's got to yeah. play, and I'd rather. There, I think there is something to be said for consistency in your goalie rotation. I mean. What was it? Two years ago, when the Flyers were really bad, when they fired Haxtell, we had eight different goalies. Yeah. Like, how, how do you expect? You know. It's it's hard enough even in like in the sports I played in soccer when you have somebody behind you who you haven't played in front of like their voice is different everything's yeah. different so at hockey it's even more amplified because it's so goddamn fast so we'll see um, Carolina doing some weird stuff um, Penguins moving on uh, across state rivals. The arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. Uh, Ron is already starting to weave his magic. <laughs> uh, he, they lost. They lost uh, McCann. Um, they lost Tanev. I don't understand. They traded, so they traded McCann to Toronto for seventh, and they like okay. And prospect. and we joked about McCann last year. He yeah. was really good for them. Yeah. So they trade him to Toronto, and then they end up losing Tanev on top of that to Seattle. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think didn't they trade McCann so they wouldn't lose? I like everyone was like, oh, so they won't lose Tanev, right? So they could protect Mike Matheson. Uh, it's it's bizarre, Carter, which is like so yeah. So they they lose McCann and Tanev. Who listen, man? We joked about them that they rolled us. Oh yeah, and a lot of teams all last year. So um, I really like Tanev's game, especially he was really good against us. McCann's um, just so solid too. Yeah, yeah. and he, he, yeah, they're that, solid. That speaks to the dynamic too. Like on paper, yeah. like I think before the past couple of years, McCann was still an un, unknown. But Tanev, I mean, he was a good bottom sixer for Winnipeg before he came over, but he completely changed 
like the feel of that bottom six, like yeah. the energy he brought, hitting, scoring, and then McCann just really provide the depth they lacked in the years they weren't as good. So losing those two players and then replacing them with like Brock McGinn, who's not nearly as good as McCann, and then isn't physical and doesn't bring that same kind of energy that Tanev does. I mean, he's a decent bottom sixer, don't yeah. get me wrong. He definitely will kind of partially fill a gap, but they definitely downgrade it in the bottom six. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't Ron know. just said, you know, goalies are good. I don't know how you could double down, like how you could have watched uh, Jari like gift the that Islanders. pizza he threw yeah. in the middle of the ice. And, and was, like, oh, eh. God. Because, like, I get there were arguments, too, like, well, Jari's not really the reason they lost the series. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I mean, every game he was letting in glove side One from the top of the circles on the sidewall. Like, you can't... Use timestamper right now, I guarantee, after next season, when they go into it and they ask why they didn't upgrade at, at goalie, they're going to say... There wasn't something for. Or he was going to say there's not. There wasn't anything for the right price. Yeah. Or it was too expensive. Or, or we didn't or see. We didn't see a fit. Or that 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 was the flyer specials. You hear like a year or two later. The reason we didn't do this and it cost us is because they wanted this prospect. Yeah. And yeah. the funniest thing is they go into that when he's when he was hired by them saying they're in win now mode. Yeah. How are you in win now mode? When you didn't do anything to make the team better. Yeah. You don't do anything to make the team. You actively made the team worse. So I mean. Pence proved us wrong last year, so I'm not going to go farther than that. But, again, a year older for that core, didn't upgrade goalie, and your bottom six got worse. Plus, um, I just, I don't know, when Ron gets a hold of a team, like you said, like, oh, there's so many deals that happened when he was rebuilding with the Flyers that, like, thinking back, I'm like, how are we not in on it? Like, the Ryan O'Reilly yeah. thing always bugs me. And, listen, I understand, you know, St. Louis, they have to want to dance with you, or Buffalo has to want to dance yeah. with you. But, I mean, I just remember the package that St. Louis set to get him. And the Flyers could have beat that easily to yeah. just with, with the prospect pool and picks we have. So, I don't know. It's it's I'm, I feel kind of bad for Penns fans, but at the same time, I don't because I, I don't like the Penguins. But... We'll see. It's brutal to bring back Jari. I honestly feel bad for him. I mean, I don't think that city's as bad as we are when it comes to their athletes, but mm-hmm. I'll just never forget that goddamn pizza he threw up the ice against the Islanders and to bring him back after that. That's like Steve Mason getting scored on yeah. from half ice. It's you know? hard to come back from a goal like that. Oh, just God. It's in the playoffs and it's and the even Islanders. Played, who, he played a good game in the, the clinching game, too, yeah. but like no one's going to remember that. No, they're just going to remember. through every game yeah. except for that one. And it, it doesn't help either that the, the Islanders have had their number the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been pumping them the last couple of times they've played. Um, but that's the Pens. We'll, we'll see. You never know. They, as long as they have Crosby, man, I never count them out. So yeah. Crosby and Malkin. One more kick at the can. Um, moving on, uh, the New York Rangers. Um, they went out and got their Tom Wilson to turn. And Ryan Reeves, they traded for him from third Vegas. Third-round pick. Third pick. Um, hey, man, if it's going to make him sleep better at night, so be it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a year ago, I'm excited for the first game of the season. That's like, yeah, I'm going to watch. A, a year ago, I would have looked at that move and been like, these guys are so dumb. But, like, they clearly just needed that. Yeah. Because they, I mean, you can't. Nothing happened when Tom Wilson almost killed two of their players. So, I mean, yeah. It's like definitely going to you know, be a different team. They yeah. had him and Goodrow, which we'll get to. So, they, they added the physicality the that they Lacked. did not have any of. Really Sammy Bly is really physical, too. They're a t- they were a tiny team. I mean, Zibanejad was kind they were of just thick, young. But yeah. Mainly, they were, yeah, they were young. But, I mean, what they lost Bushnevich, which is a huge it's loss. It's going to hurt them more than they think. Because he's a good twenty player. goal scorer. Apparently, yeah. a lot of players on the team were not happy about it either. Yeah, yeah. they liked um, him. I don't know who's the guy they got back. Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay. Yeah, he's yeah. like a fourth liner for St. Louis. Yeah. He's he's like six two. He's he's a very sturdy, like strong bottom sixer. Ox. He'll he'll have some like moments of skill and like he had some nice goals in their their mm-hmm. Stanley Cup final run, um, but. I mean, he's really nothing more than a fourth-line player. So you're you're signing him. You're signing Goodrow, who's like a third, fourth-line tweener. To a lot of To money. a six-year deal. And then you bring in... 
Reeves to kind of round out that bottom six. They round out the bottom six, but their biggest issue still remains is that they don't have a second line center. Yeah. And they didn't improve their defense in any way. So I guess they're kind of hoping for the younger players to get better on the defensive blows, side, and then they sign Shesterkin to that, what is it, four years, 5.66. Yeah. So. It just blows my mind, like... Bushnevich was a guy who's been like begging to play center for years, right? And like they yeah. just dish him for play, and then they let they just let Strom walk, right? Oh, is he UFA? No, I no, thought he was part of it. He's I heard he's been oh, in okay. trade talks, so I think he's he might be maybe his last year's RFA, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But also the thing with New York, um, they they re-signed Shesterkin to a bigger ticket than than even mm-hmm. Carter Hart got, and Carter Hart, I think. Shesterkin was definitely a better goalie this year, but his sample size still isn't enormous. Um, so we'll yeah. see there. Um, and I, f- I always forget, they're two young players. Capo Caco and um, Lafreniere. Yeah. Don't hear anything about them. I, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's because we don't pay attention. I think it's. I think Caco is... A letdown? I wouldn't say letdown. I think he's, he's second overall pick. He's looking like he's taking the Nico Heischer route, where mm-hmm. he's just like a solid player. But like clearly... Like, it was a good draft, but it's not like a... It's like a Nico Heischer, Nolan Patrick draft versus a Jack Eichel, Connor McDavid draft. You know, yeah. like, you're... They got a good player, but his ceiling... And Lafreniere was fine last year. He was okay, yeah. I didn't pay enough attention, honestly. I know they lit us up for, like, 20 goals in three games, so... And we should have paid more attention to him. But I honestly, I just show, I just closed my eyes oh, and yeah. wish it would be over, yeah. so... But, I mean, even on defense, they still only have... You know, Truba, who's not been good. No. Yeah. So, like, he's their highest-paid defenseman... Obviously, Adam Fox, Norris Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. He's goddamn good. He's, really good. He's extremely good. And Carolina had him too. Son of a bitch. But the craziest thing to me is that like this person's a good like six seven in my opinion. Patrick Nemeth. They signed yeah. him to a oh, three yeah. year deal. He's from the Stars, right? No, well, he was with the Stars, and then he played for Detroit, Co- Colorado this past oh. off season. I, I think that might have been an acquisition at the deadline. Yeah. I remember talking to my roommates, and he's I, I, big. Too. He's bigger than Yeah, I he's thought. a big player, and I remember saying to them, like, now, granted, you look at Tampa, and they play Luke Shen, yeah. and they play, you play these players, but because of the talent they have around them, I mm-hmm. think it's it's a little different. He just yeah. is not a player that you look at, and like that's the someone you have at your number six spot who you win with. So that's an interesting three-year signing for them. I mean, outside of that, you're looking, if they're going to sign him for three years, that means it's going to be Truba, Ryan Lindgren... Patrick Nemeth, Keandre Miller, Andre Fox, and then probably Zach Jones, it looks like. So they're still extremely young. Very young team. Yeah. Extremely and young. We indeed. saw how what can happen to a young team like last year with us yeah. if you go in like too haphazard and just be like, oh, yep, they're ready. They're ready. And like, I, what has. Especially when you're pairing them together. We saw that with yeah, Myers yeah. and Sandheim. Sandheim's a very good number three defenseman in the NHL right now. But when you pair two players like that together, we see it and the growth is not linear. And you have kind of one of those years where you kind of don't take that step forward. It's it's tough. Yeah, it's and that's following up a year where the front office apparently thought they were going to take a step forward. That was and then, wild. Yeah, I don't know. Fired everybody, but. If I were the Rangers, I would have gone to Montreal and I would have said, give me Kake Niemi or give me Deneau. I would have tried and gotten a deal there because both of them, I think, would be pretty okay options at 2C with Zibanejad at 1. Yeah, they could have. I know they're still in on the Eichel sweepstakes, so we'll see. I mean, that's just going to be such a high price. Um, they, I mean, they've got the players for it. I'm sure they could parlay some first-round picks, too, if they need mm-hmm. be, but... We'll see. I'm excited for that first game, though. I'm really, yeah, I'm yeah. really excited to see Revo and Tom Wilson throw down. I don't think they've ever fought, which is funny. No, Tom Wilson's like refused to he's, fight him in that cup. I think he did fight him though. Did they fight once? They, they fought early in their career when he was still a solid. Scott Lawton yeah. fought Tom Wilson, so you yeah. know it, Tom's got to answer the bell here. He, he's hey, I'm excited for game one, man. It's gonna be. I know we've done away with the rehearsed fights and no, all this stuff. It's gonna be, be a, nice. It's probably gonna be a five-person fight. Oh, it's gonna be brawl right off the line. line yeah, it's gonna they're be, gonna they're gonna start that Blay guy. They're gonna start <laughs> Rebo. Who's another big <laughs> son of a bitch? They got? Probably gonna be Goudreau. Barkley yeah. Goudreau. All right. And then Nemeth and uh, he, was it Lingering who fights? Is that dude fight? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the older yeah. guys be young as so, be, so probably not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Rangers are gonna be. I still think they're they're gonna be pretty good. I think. I think they're gonna be pretty good. We'll see. Um, 
It's just going to be a good division. It's always This it's division is so goddamn division. good. Yeah. Speaking of good, moving on, the goddamn New York Islanders. They won't go away. I know a lot of people thought this team was a joke for the last couple of years. To me, they are clearly one of the best teams in the NHL. I don't care what you say, but they're not flashy. They're boring. Guess what? They get it the goddamn done. Um, yeah. And they play Tampa like nobody's business um, two years in a row. They've almost beaten Tampa twice. So they're a really, really good team. They're kind of shrouded in mystery right now, though. Um, you've got some rumors that <laughs> – what's his goddamn name? What's the GM's name? Lou. Lou. Lou's got some contracts in the drawer. He's just kind of waiting because he's probably sniffing around Tarasenko. I mean, if you get Tarasenko on the line with Barzell, that'd be nasty. So. Yeah, that might put him over. Yeah. But does the does the chemistry change and everything? Yeah, I mean, that's the one that I just literally was looking at the page, and I just remembered that I saw – they have, like, we talk about under-the-table agreements. Kyle Palmieri, he's another one oh, who, yeah, I mean, yeah. he apparently is willing to sign there. So I, so how did they get panic again? What was that trade? Who did they trade, trade, to be honest? I don't that know. was with Detroit, but what did they get in return? Oh, uh, it was somebody good they traded to Detroit, or pretty good? I honestly can't remember. I can't remember. Well, Either way, like, yeah. panic, based on the, I don't even know what his, like, his cap hit is, I think it's like, one or two. Mm-hmm. They only have $11.9 million right now. They have to re-sign Anthony Bovillier, who has to get close to a, a TK comp. So we're saying $5 million. Parise signs a million. Sezikis, somehow, they can get him to take two. That would be nothing short of a miracle. And then they still have to sign Ilya Sen- What is it? Not Sen- Sorokin. Sorokin. Um, and then Paul Mary? Like, I don't know. And they're trying to add Tarasenko and all that. Yeah, like, they're going to have... If that's the case, then, like Mike said... The current chemistry they have with that team changes in some fashion. Mm-hmm. If you're bringing on Tarasenko at seven million a year, what is he? Seven million. Right? Seven yeah. million. Yeah. Seven and a half. Two, two seven years. Two five, maybe. I think it's seven and a half. Yeah. But um, that's two players. Yeah. And then next year you have Barzell that comes due. That ticket's got to get and paid. And Pollock. And Ryan Pollock. They did sign Adam Pellick eight years to five, a very team friendly deal for for what he is. Well, yeah. A little bit of a gamble on the term, but um, I mean the price is, is terrific. Eight years is a long time, but that's how you get at, get him at five points. Yeah, after yeah. working in New York for for almost a year, I've heard so many Islanders fans call Pellick their most important player. He so. probably he might be honestly. Yeah, him I mean, and Sorokin. That's he's the way a shut down defenseman. Yeah, um, nah, he, he's very good. He's played us very well um, the last couple of years. So good for them. Um, but yeah, they got a lot of questions and. I mean, lose crafty. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people give him shit, but I think they win the division this year. To yeah, be honest, they're yeah. so good, man. I, I would not get, be surprised if they look. If they turn away from Tarasenko and get the guys that they need, this kid, pretty much if they just go Parise, get rid of Panic, yeah. sign Paul Mary, and keep everyone else. I mean, that bottom six is going to be so keep bad it. to play. Apparently, Sizi- I, I think it was, I heard this on one of the, the Big Guns podcast, but. Sezikis was asking for like five million dollars. That's what I thought it was going to be north of like over three. And yeah, open market, saying, he probably would have gotten it. He went to market and he but, was asking five, and nobody's given him five. So now he's come back to the island, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if they get him at like two and a half million, something like that, and they just sign him for like five years. Kind of like fourth line together. Keep that fourth line together. Um, we'll see. I like like Mike said, I could easily see them winning the division. They are so good. Um, so we'll see. No, Halak. Who's the backup? Varlamov. 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 Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Halak. Yeah, Halak's out in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. And Varlamov shit all over us, too. So he's a very good goalie. It's a good goalie tandem. It is. It is. And bringing us to the uh, what is the second year in a row, off-season no, champs. Two last two, three years. Or two, two of the three years. Three two years. of the last three years, off-season champ. New Jersey Devils, um, they got the big fish. They signed Dougie Hamilton to a giant contract. Um, good for Dougie. I mean, hey, get get you know chase a check. I'm never going to fault a player for that. Um, if he's happy with the small market team, you know, there's no pressure. There's no press. I mean, it's it's a very quiet way to make a living in terms of the NHL. Um, but they get him. They traded for Ryan Graves from Colorado, who he's got a little nastiness to his game. Um, so I guess that's going to be their top pair, him and Dougie. I don't know. They got that um, 
Was it Tyson kid? Yeah, right. Ty Smith. Yeah, Ty Smith. Damon Severson. Severson. He's all right. Yeah, he's like a good number four. Yeah. And then uh, PK Subban. I think they have Segan. I forgot about PK. Oh my as god. Their, their bottom six. Yeah. I mean, they definitely improved their defense, which was hard not to do yeah. after what they put on the ice last year. I mean, it was nothing. They were as bad as us last year. I mean, on paper they were much worse, but they had our number and they embarrassed us probably in half the number of games that we played them. So. Good for that, but despite adding arguably the, the best defenseman in the NHL, adding Graves, adding Tatar, they still don't have depth. Don't forget anywhere. The- I guess you could you can now say with the addition of Bernier, they have goaltender depth. They have yeah. a good goaltender tandem, which again was a very weird spot to spend that money. I mean, I think uh, what's our boy's name? Blackwood. Blackwood. Is Blackwood. Blackwood. What about Blackwood? Blackwood? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think he's a very good goalie, so I don't understand. They're not a, I guess I shouldn't say that because, I mean, if we're, we're talking about what Chuck said, that kind of points to the same same idea that a lot of general managers are assuming that goalies are going to have to split. Mm-hmm. So they got better backup. Because they were rocking, I guess. Who's it? They have a really similar last name. It was Blackwood and it was Wedgwood. For Wedgwood. A bit too. Yeah. Wedgwood, I mean, it's just two young goalies. So that's tough. So they bring in a veteran with Bernier. Definitely improve the goalie. Improve their defense. And slightly improve their forward group. Which makes them a better team on paper. But they're still bottom of the barrel. Still the Devils, man. Until, until one of Jack Hughes or Nico Hischer Takes turn off. into a, a first-line center. Right? Or even a... A high-end second-line center. They're probably just not there. And yeah. They did draft another Hughes brother, right? Yeah, but yeah. he's Luke. too young. I, he'll probably come in like a year or two. I mean, I think he's is this little, like the stalls that that dad must a little be better in. though. Looks like potential, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I guess at least the the talent in terms of the lower brothers. So yeah, well, Jordan's good. We'll see. I mean, we joke, but listen, the Devils are going to be the Devils. They always play. They play us pretty well, no matter what. So, um, it's just the rest of the league they have they have trouble with. But they always play the Flyers pretty well. Um, they had the Bruins number, too, last year. That was weird. Did they? Yeah, I, yeah, they I think they did. Yeah. Should we play devil's advocate and say uh, what other weather podcasts might say about the Flyers? Negatives? Oh, we, I mean. Oh, I mean, I think, I think we've been seeing it for weeks now. Like, these morons traded for Reese Line. Yeah. Well, so hey, that, one, check for that one might be true. We'll I mean, see. yeah. So Reese to line in instead of Phil Myers, which if we're being on objective paper. on paper, yep, um, didn't improve three C. Not really. And you're betting on Frost or Scott Law. And then we really didn't get on paper a good backup. On paper, no, on paper yeah. we did not, but we got some. We got a great defenseman number and one. Ryan Ellis. Yes. Got Ryan Ellis, who is one of the better defensemen in the league. Martin Jones has a chip on his shoulder. I, I always like betting on people who are desperate because desperation leads to results, hopefully good ones. Uh, but, I mean, this is, you know, Martin Jones, if he, if he doesn't have a good year this year, I, I don't know what you do after that. He's had three subpar years of below yeah. 900 save percentage. Chuck Fletcher, God bless him, people are asking him why he signed him. And he's like, oh, uh, well, he actually had better five-on-five numbers than our goalies this year. Like, bro. Did you say that? But he did say that. <laughs> All right. And, I mean, yeah, that might be true, but, like, we were at the bottom. So how far yeah. up did you have to yeah, go to yeah, get yeah. Martin Jones? Not very high. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we're getting shit on right now. Go ahead. But you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I don't care. I really don't care what the hell this team looks like right now. I just want them to play well. No, exactly. I, I want to have fun again. And this, this Canadian series proved... And I just I thought back to the cup run we did have. We had a ton of talent on those teams. But if you also remember our sixth, our fifth and sixth defensemen were Lucas Krychek and yeah. who was the other Ryan one? Perry. Ryan Perry. Ryan Perry. And our, the other it was Blair Betts and like that roster was thin. Once you got to the bottom six, like you during that playoff run, just because of the way things shook out, you had Giroux and Van Riemsdyk playing with Aaron Ashman at one point. Yes. Like you had which like Drew and Van Riemsdyk. Giroux took off that run, but, yeah. like, JVR was just an okay young player. Yeah. Then, yeah, you had player bets, Ian LaPerriere and Daryl Powell as Darryl your Powell, line. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Solid players, but no, none of them are outstanding. The mix has to be right. Yeah. The mix, the mix has, was right. A lot of things have team. to go right for you. That's what it comes and down to. I swear to God, if we had Brian and Boucher in that instead of Leighton, 
Who knows what happened? We might. I, I, like, Bruce Shea wasn't great either, but hey, I don't think he lets in that goal. Leighton lets in, and this is a whole other story. I once saw Brian Boucher trip on a point shot. It is like <laughs> the, against the Wild in overtime. I'll never forget that <laughs> season. The defenseman just threw a shot on net in OT. It went. It like was coming down on the ice. Boosh stepped on it and slipped and went into the net. Jesus like I, I'll Christ. never forget that. So well, I, as long as uh, hey, our boy doesn't do that. <laughs> with Martin Jones, then yeah. Yeah. Flyers fans can be happy. But I mean, I think the common theme here is I really won't say there was a standout. Like the Devils definitely had, again, as we joke, they definitely had the best offseason. Mm-hmm. But to get better from the base they were at, it's hard not to get better. Right. right? Like you can yeah. say they would get better simply from the fact that the young that their young players are a year older. Whereas when you look at teams like the Capitals, the Penguins even the Rangers with a lot of their like core, like they're a year older, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't necessarily help them. So, I just think you, it's going to be probably the Islanders up top, the Caps, and then yeah, maybe the Caps giving them a little push. But then besides that, it's probably going to be the rest of the division in a fight for second spot. It's got to be four teams from the Metro this year, right? Like it's gonna it's gonna be nice not having to play just this division the insane number of times oh we did gosh, last yeah. year. Be able to go out west and play some of those absolutely garbage teams yeah. and well, just just play other teams too. Like that's. Yeah, so, just such a I'm weird. So tired of watching goddamn to play Buffalo Sabers eight times in a row. Like I, I'm done. All right, yeah. I, I need a break. Couldn't be worse, especially when your team's terrible. Made the season feel longer too. <sighs> I get why they did it. But yeah. All right, gentlemen. Any last thoughts on the Metro Division on Carter Hart? We still have to sign Sandheim, but I imagine he's probably going to come in around four and a half million. Probably right. I think we're going to have like fifty grand left in cap once we sign him and everything's set up. Um, Maybe they trade somebody out to give a little more relief, but I doubt it. If it is, it's going to be somebody of not a ton of significance, maybe an AK or something. But yeah. Any last thoughts, Jim, before we wrap up our first ever in-studio podcast? I think the only other Flyers news is what we have. I want to say I saw they're having the rookie camp towards the end of August. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So rookie camp, end of August is something to ex- expect. But, I mean, before you know it, we'll be in September and... Here's my shock. We'll right? be ramping up. My shock of the year. Uh, Forrester gets a long look. <laughs> it's an extended look. It's an extended look out of camp. Tyson Forrester. Can he, I don't can know he get that? Because he's a junior. Well, they they're allowing the AHL players if they played if they last played year twenty yeah. or more games. And he did. Well, he didn't play twenty games. I don't think. No, I think he did. Did he? I think he made. He that. had some snipes. It was him and um, his other boy. Zay yeah, Wisdom. Wisdom. One of them's gonna get a look. One of them is gonna get a long. I can look see out of Wisdom just because. Like, I don't. In the bottom six, he plays a big man's game already. Yeah. I mean, he's running people over. He's yeah. fighting people. He's scoring, like, quote unquote, greasy goals. So I could see him. I, I would love that, but I still think Forrester has a little bit to go with the way with his skating before he's ready. Especially for the if the team needs to win now as well. Yeah, and I was going to say with Wisdom, if the team has to move out a guy like NAK. That just opens the door wide open for, for Wisdom to come in. So, I, Joe, that's... I know you said for, Forrester, but I think there's a there's a shot for a few Phantoms to crack the lineup. Wade Allison is going to get a good look in camp. I, I penciled Wade as being in on the team. I, I, had him I, hope he, flyers. I hope he's able to clean up the knee a little bit this offseason. Yeah. Because um, his skating was definitely something... It like, was awkward. A lot of people were... And believe me, like... I've been nothing but positive with all of our prospects over the past couple of years, but I think what that's taught me is that, like, you kind of... Like, that was even NAK. I was a huge NAK fan. Yeah. He had that short spurt where he was very good, and that's why we signed into the contract we did. And you have to see that larger sample size to see what kind of player you're able to get on a consistent basis. So I'm still out. Like, I, I would love Allison. I love his personality. Him and Farabee and the rest of the team, you can see kind of change dynamics in a, in a small way towards the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for Frost, though. I I want Frost to be able to come in and solidify himself as that number three from a multitude of perspectives, because if we can, I mean, that's going to be a, a big... It's going to be a big issue for us. Yeah. I, I think if... This is the last thing I'll end on. I think if, if the computer is going to die, so we need it. it yeah, it's, I forgot my uh, my charger. Uh, 
But I think, Matt, to go along with what you're saying, if, if Morgan Frost comes in this season and he is able to play at like a, what, like 15-20 split yeah. as a 3C, just from an offensive perspective, okay. the Flyers might be a pretty good team if that's the case because then what, Scott Lawton on his wing or Scott Lawton centering the fourth line? Like, I we were all, I guess we're getting ready, we're going to dunk on ourselves this year again, but like, because we were wanting that from... Nolan Patrick, but I just think it's more realistic given how Frost looked when he first came into the lineup last year and then got hurt shortly after. But like, I just think Frost, there's there's probably more, probably less baggage and more room for him to be like, no, I, this is the year I want to make this team. Like, and, and not that we didn't see a little bit with Nolan Patrick, but with Morgan Frost, I mean, he he scored what was like fifty, was it nine points in like twenty games or something like that. When he did play the, pri- the prior year, and mm-hmm. he showed that little spurt as someone who's had shoulder surgery, the only real thing he has to get used to is getting hit again, and he'll get used to that in, in training camp and with preseason games. So here's to Morgan Frost taking over that three C role, so that way we can just roll right into playoffs with the team we have. Fingers crossed. I mean that that hit and Couturier's hit. Both of those hits were. That led to injuries were strange. Is it Reese the Linen that hurt Frost too? Fuck. Did he just like flip him know. over? I think no, it was I, a I hit on the boards. It was crunched him, man. I yeah. thought it was him though. It might have been. Strange hits. Um, you know, like those kind of like one in a million hits that usually don't happen. Or if it does happen, you just walk away fine. So yeah. fingers crossed this is a healthy team, but like I said, and I think like you guys repeated, you know, I know this team constructed seems a little strange. Um, but hey, We've seen some weird cup runs with some weird teams. So I'm just excited for the team to, to be good again and have some fun again. When you're at the bottom, the only way is up. 